Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the G-Man Johnson NBA Podcast. In today's episode, this is May 26, 2021. Um, we had a bunch of great games yesterday. Um, I think we can all agree on that. Um, Brooklyn. And you know what? Right away, I'm going to change my predictions from my, uh, my, uh, my bracket challenge. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm just going to tell you guys who I originally had. I had Utah beating Memphis in six. I had the Clippers beating the Dallas Mavericks in seven. I had Portland beating Denver in seven. I had the Lakers beating the Suns in six. Um, and then I had on the East, I had Philly beating Washington in five. I had New York beating uh, Atlanta in seven. I had Milwaukee beating Miami in six, and I I had uh, Brooklyn beating Boston in five. And right away, I'm going to change that Brooklyn pick to in four. I think Brooklyn is going to sweep them. And, yeah. So then my second predictions, I had the Clippers beating the Jazz in six. I'm going to stick by that. Um, and then I had the Lakers beating the Portland Trailblazers in five. And then I had the Clippers beating the Lakers in seven. <laughs> I'm going to change that to the Lakers being Clippers in six. And then I'm going to have Brooklyn versus LA finals. I have a day in nine hours to lock in my pick. So I might even change them tomorrow. In the East, I had uh, Philly beating New York, then New York next in six. And then I had Milwaukee falling to Brooklyn in six. So then it was a Laker versus Clipper. Western Conference Finals and Philadelphia 76ers versus Brooklyn Nets final, uh, Eastern Conference Finals. And then I had Brooklyn beating Philly in six. Um, and then I had Brooklyn beating LA in seven. I think that's I think that's how it's going to go. Unfortunately, I feel like the Suns will fall in the first round in six. Um, you can already tell Anthony Davis is kind of getting his thing back. As I am going to submit this, and I'm gonna. Oh, okay. There we go, I guess. That's set up. So, yeah. Currently, I'd say we're doing pretty good. Jason Tatum got hurt. So that's kind of the reason why I might have changed it. But, yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm I'm torn on the Clippers-Jazz one. I feel like I want to take the Jazz, but I think the Clippers will win. And then the Nuggets Trailblazers. I'm, I think that's going to be a really good series, but I'm going to take Portland 7 there. Still, oh, I feel like Miami won't go down in 6. I feel like it'll go to 7. But and I want to take Brooklyn in 5 versus Milwaukee, but I feel like Milwaukee will definitely win a couple games there. But anyway, let's get into my predictions for today's games. Um, we have some pretty good games on today. Um... Yeah, so, um, starting off, Wizards versus 76ers, I'm going to take Washington to lose this game. <laughs> it's at 7 o'clock Eastern time today. I think, uh, without, like, uh, even a, I don't know, a competent center to go with against the Olympiad, I don't think that they're going to, I think they're, I, I predicted them to only win one game. And then Atlanta playing at New York. I'm going to take the Knicks and at, seven, <clears throat> at 7.30 Eastern time. 
I think with Madison Square Garden just going wild, I really do believe that the Knicks will win this one. I see him winning the series in seven. But anyway, next at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, the Grizzlies play the Jazz. I'm going to take the Jazz in this one. I think it'll go to six. I think that'll be a six-game series. But with Donovan Mitchell going, coming back, for the Utah Jazz, I think that'll be a really, really, really good addition for them. <laughs> Obviously, he's a, to me, Donovan Mitchell is their best player. So, yeah. Next, um, I, I kind of wanted to do a little bit of award predictions for my all-NBA teams. Oh, man, I'm tired. So, hold on, this phone's up. I'm just looking at my... Predictions for earlier. Alright. So. Oh man, I'm looking at one that I did in 2014. Okay. There we go. So, all NBA 13. I think I'm gonna put. Oh man, this is tough. All NBA 13. Third team. I'm gonna put. Donovan Mitchell there. I think Donovan Mitchell is definitely a great fit for this um, All-NBA team. But, I mean, let's just look at his stats real quick. I just want to see how many games he played. Uh, I mean, that's going to play a huge, uh, a huge factor into what he, how many, okay, he played 53 games at the 71. Or the 72, sorry. I'm going to take Donovan Mitchell there. At the, at the second guard spot, I'm going to have Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving played the most out of the big three. Um, and um, if you haven't already seen, he was 50-40-90 club. <laughs> Only the ninth player ever to do so. And he averaged 27 points per game for the first time in his career. Oh, no, man. He averaged seven assists in 2019. Wow. Um, but he had six assists and almost five rebounds per game. And then he was 92 at the free throw line. Um, 40 from three and 50 from the field. Exactly that. He played 54 games. And since I gave Donovan Mitchell the edge, I think I'm going to definitely give Kyrie Irving the edge. Just because the Nets obviously are one of the best teams in basketball. Then I'm going to have... Man, this is so hard to do. I'm going to have LeBron James on the third team. I think with him being out for a little bit, I think that kind of derailed his... I mean, he had incredible stats this season. Um, 25 points per game and only 45 games played is not great. Uh, 8 rebounds per game, 8 assists, um, 51 from the field, 36 from 3, and uh, 70 from the 3 throw line. What in the world? That's crazy. He shot 40% from three in 2013. That's crazy. I didn't know that. He was 36% from three, which is really, really good for him at, at least. Um, but I'm going to have him on all these third teams forward. Then, at power forward, I'm going to have Zion Williamson. I think Zion definitely deserves a spot. He was spectacular, and I just think he deserves it. A lot. Um, Zion, if you look at his stats, 27 points per game, 
seven and a half rebounds per game, almost four assists, 61% from the field, only 30 from three, and only 67 or 70 from the line. Uh, not great there, but he was magnificent to the New Orleans Pelicans. And then at center, I'm going to have Bam out of bio. I think Bam out of bio is definitely worth being on this list. You know what, actually? I'm going to bump LeBron off this list. And I'm going to bump him up. I think I'm going to bump LeBron James into All-NBA second team for me. I'm going to put Jimmy Butler at the small forward spot. Jimmy Butler arguably had the best year of his career. And so I'm going to look here. Jimmy Buckets. Uh, 21.5 points per game. 7 rebounds. 7 assists. 50% from the field, uh, 25 from three, which is terrible, but 86 from the line. He doesn't shoot too many threes, but his defense, you, you, you can't forget about his defense. It, 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 it's nothing more than, it's nothing less than spectacular. Um, then, uh, I still have Zion in the center. I'm going to have Bam on a bio there. Bam was great this season. He averaged 18 points per game, almost 19, I guess. That's a career high. I think he should be in the uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, I think he should be in the run for that. I definitely think that Draymond Green shouldn't be top three. I think Draymond's four. But I think Bam out of bio is definitely worth being in the top three for Depoy. But even his offensive stats were amazing. Eight, 19 points per game, nine, nine rebounds, and almost five and a half assists. 57% from the field, uh, 25% from three, but he, doesn't, but he doesn't take too many threes at all. And an 80 from the line, that's great for a big man. Uh, he's just been a great player for that about Miami Heat team, and he's just so young. Only 23, and yeah. <clears throat> then, All-NBA's 17. At the guard position, I'm going to have... I'm going to have Chris Paul at the point guard. Chris Paul was nothing, nothing like, I mean, I don't think people even thought he was going to have this great of a season impact-wise and staff-wise. Obviously, 16.5 points per game, almost 4.5 rebounds per game, not to mention he's six foot, 9 assists, 50% from the field, 49.9% from the field, 39.5% from three, and 93 from the free throw line. That's almost 50-40-90 club there. He was just amazing this season, and he brought the Phoenix Suns two seed. He played 70 games this whole year, and I think he definitely deserves to be on the NBA second team. Then at the second guard position, it sucks to put him here, but Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard was amazing for most of the season. Near the end, he kind of got, I'm not going to say cold, but he wasn't as great at, at the end of the season. He was still really, really good. Dame, he averaged 29 points per game, 4 rebounds per game, and 7.5 and assists per game, assist per game, 45% from the field, 39% from 3, 92 from the line. Pushing 50-40-90 club, not really with field goal percentage, but... 29 points per game is still absurd, along with 7.5 assists per game, and he brought Portland to the 6th seed without CJ McCollum for a lot of the year, and he played 67 games. Then, at my small forward position, I'm going to have LeBron James. LeBron James, we already went over his stats, 
deserving of it. He led the Lakers throughout most of it. He was not in the playing game. And I definitely think that it they deserve that he deserves it. Definitely. For sure. So yeah. Next up at power forward or the next forward, I'm going at Paul George here. Paul George I, he's been amazing this season. He, at one point, you could you could even say he's the best player in the league when it was like there was a time right before Steph went off where it was just like dry and Paul George was just going off. Like, Paul George, um, yeah, 23 and a half points per game, six and a half rebounds, five assists per game, 46% from the field, 41% from three, and 86% from the line. Um, extremely efficient. He was, he, he won games with the Clippers out Kawhi a lot. He only played 54 games. I thought he played a little bit more than that. But, you know, he still won a lot with Kawhi Leonard. So for that, I'm going to have him there. And then at my center position, I'm going to have Rudy Gobert. Um, Rudy Gobert has been amazing. I think he should win defensive player of the year. Um, I think Rudy Gobert is the second best player in the Jazz. The only reason why um, Mitchell is third and he is uh, Gobert second is that he is just position-wise. I really don't like how it's like that. But anyway, he averaged 14 points per game. Almost a career high. He averaged 16 points per game. Wow, he averaged 16, 15 last year, too. I didn't know that. But 14 points per game, 13 and a half rebounds per game, 67% from the field, only 62 from the line. But, man, have you seen his numbers? Blocks per game. Almost three blocks per game. That's absurd. Absurd. And, yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to have him there. Next... All-NBA first team, James Harden, does not make the list here. Just saying for you guys, James Harden did not play enough games for me. I'm going to have Steph Curry as my guard number one. He is top three MVP. I think that says it all. Have you seen his stats? Um, I mean, look at this. 32 points per game. Five and a half rebounds per game. Five, almost, I'm going to say six assists. 48% from the field. 42% from three. 91 from the line. And he carried the Warriors from throughout the year. 63 games played. Um, and he's been extremely efficient. He's averaging a steal per game. Um, I'm definitely going to give him the benefit of the doubt there. And he won the scoring champ. He's the scoring champ. So I'm going to definitely give him that. Then at my next guard, I'm going to have Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic has been amazing. And he turned the Maverick season around. Um, he turned it around, like, like just regularly went from barely being a plan tournament team to being a fifth seed and competing against the Clippers, now taking a 2-0 lead. Um, but 27.7 points per game, eight, eight rebounds, eight and a half assists, 48% from the field, only 35 from three and 73 from the line, which are pretty mediocre there. But anyway, for him, but he's been absolutely spectacular, carrying his team there. Um, so yeah. Then, at my forward, I'm gonna have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis has been great this season. Um, 
I think he definitely deserves it. He, I think he should be top three MVP. I think Joel Embiid's kind of drop, but still Giannis is being amazing. Uh, 28 points per game, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 57% from the field, only 30% from three, which isn't great, but 68 from the line, which is also not great. But the loss per game, he's averaging almost two, um, almost a steal and a half points per, uh, per game, which is really, really good. Then he qualifies for the power forward position, Dwell Embiid. He was just absurd the first half of the season. Then he got hurt. And I think he kind of slowed down after that. But still, 28.5 points per game, 10.5 rebounds, almost 3 assists, 51% from the field, 47.7% from 3, 86 from the line is amazing for a big man like him. Um, a block game, a steal game. And um, the the 76 are one seed. Then lastly, Nikola Jokic, my MVP. Nikola Jokic deserves this award. Deserves the MVP, and he deserves to be an All NBA first team. Uh, he was amazing this season. 26 and a half points per game, almost 11 rebounds per game, 56 percent from the field, 38 percent from three, 86 from the line, and the Nuggets are three seed. That kind of just sums it all up. Um, that Those are my all-NBA picks, and I'm going to go on to all-defensive team. Into the next video, or should I say podcast episode. Thank you all for listening to this episode. I'll get back to you guys in the next one.